Hello, and welcome to Situation Positive. My name is Matt Cavallo, and I'm here today with Brooke Ann Clark. Brooke Ann, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, and we're so thrilled to have you here. Before we get going, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I was born in South Texas. Um, my parents were both um, teachers and coaches. My mom did all the girls' sports. My dad did all the boys' sports. I'm the oldest of three children. I have two younger brothers, Tommy and Jeffrey. We all three have muscular dystrophy. And our parents um, raised us that we were no different from anyone else. So we are expected to go to school and get a job and do all those kind of things. So I went, I graduated from Texas A&M um, in 04. And then I taught for a little while. And now I am helping a friend with her business. Go Aggies. I yeah. had one of my good friends went to Texas A&M and uh, he's school. always told me about the the football games down there. He said it's one of the one of the best schools you could ever go to. Oh, for sure. We still have season tickets. So. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. So uh, do you live, is that a, a far drive from your house? It's about like two, like, oh, two, three hours, like two hours. In 45 minutes, three hours, it's not bad. Oh, very cool. And so you came from a family of teachers and coaches, and then you got into teaching. So did. Uh, what, did, what did you teach? I taught second grade. Taught so. second grade? Mm -hmm. And so you did that for a few years, and now you're working, working with a friend on a, it was a dog training business, right? Yes, yeah, like he... She also went to AM and she has her own business. So I just help her with things that she needs done that she doesn't have time to do. So. Yeah, I have two dogs that need training. Um, <laughs> I got two little uh, one year old puppies. So they're a handful. But I'm, yeah. I'm out here in Arizona. You're in the, you're in the Dallas area, correct? Right. Yes. Yes. So you mentioned that both you and your brothers have muscular dystrophy. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. We have uh, spinal muscular dystrophy. So it's one of the 40 different kinds. One of the four different kinds. 40. There's 40 different kinds. Oh, wow. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Well, mm -hmm. So there's 40 different kinds of muscular dystrophy. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you're the oldest, correct? I am. Yes, I'm the oldest. So does that kind of, you know, do you have to be big sis to your little brothers? I do, but they're much smarter than me and <laughs> wiser than me, so it kind of evens out. Yeah. Now, I think growing up with muscular dystrophy and having parents who are teachers and parents who are coaches, did that help you? assimilate to life despite having the challenges that come with muscular dystrophy? I think absolutely because you know my parents being coaches like they kind of have this no excuses mentality and just figure out a way to do it 
I remember when my mom said that she put me, you know, it was time for me to be enrolled in elementary school. And so she took me up there to enroll me in kindergarten. And they told her, oh, now she's going to have to go to this school. And my mom was like, no, she's not. Because she is fine. She just, her muscles don't work, but her brain is still fine. And so she convinced them, or actually told them, that she was dropping me off on the first day, whether they liked it or not. And so then my kindergarten teacher said she was like the meanest parent she ever met. And she told them, you know, like, I was to do everything on my own, like pushed me until I was in tears maybe or whatever. But if I needed to figure out how to do things on my own. And so it was not, I was never allowed to use it as an excuse not to do something. So, um, and, it, and do you feel that turned you into the person you are today? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because I, I hear you're quite the caregiver. <laughs> I, I think I am. I was also raised, you know, in a Christian home. You know, put others before yourself. And it's, I don't know, like, I love helping people. And I know that I need a lot of help just to live my normal daily life. And so I always want to make sure that I'm helping you just as much as you're helping me because I really appreciate all the help that I get. And I, I just, I love giving back to people too. I think it's just in my nature to, everyone calls me like the mother home. So. <laughs> Very inspiring. And, you know, one question that I had was you mentioned that there are 40 different types of muscular dystrophy. Just, just from a real high level, if you had to explain muscular dystrophy to somebody else, how would you explain it? It's, it's a neurological disease. So it's basically, you know, your brain sends a signal to lift your arm up or move your leg or whatever. And that message just doesn't get all the way down to my muscles. So my brain is fine. It's just my muscles. It takes three days for a muscle to die, no matter whether you have a disease or not. Mm. So if you're not actively moving or doing something, your muscles are going to get weaker and they are going to atrophy. And so it's just this slow progression of getting weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. Um, you know, they've now come out for my type of muscle a couple of different drugs and um, it basically slows the progression down. So I may not get stronger, like that's not their, um, it's not their objective, I guess. If the objective is to just slow the progress. I go, I'm a perfectionist. So if you tell me there's a way that I could get stronger, I'm going to figure it out. And so I feel like I had gotten stronger on the medicine, but 
I definitely know I'm not getting weaker, and that's nice. Because my whole life, it's just been getting weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. Well, I think you're right. I mean, I it, it's wonderful to hear that there's treatments to, to slow the progression. With MS, I have the same thing. You know, I have the ability to get on... I'm not going to be able to fix the damage that MS has caused, but I can slow down the progression. But I think what's so beautiful about what you said was it's all about your mindset, you know, like you you have this treatment as a, as a tool, but you believe that you're gonna, you're positive. You believe that you can get better results. So I just, I love that, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I love hearing that you know, you're taking all the resources available, but you're, you're doing more with it. Yeah. I think that goes back to my coaching, my parents' coaching background, you know, it's just keep fighting for what you want. And and my mom died 10 years ago from a brain tumor. Mm. And then like two years, almost to the day of her anniversary, you know, we got word that there's this drug that's going to stop the progression. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is a sign. <laughs> and I'm sorry about your loss. One of your brothers also passed away. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He died from the flu, which was just probably complications from the muscular dystrophy and just not being able to, you know, regain his strength fast enough. Yeah, he passed away from the flu a year after my mom passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, you've had a lot of tragedy mm-hmm. with your family members, but I, I understand you're still close with your other brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the face of the, the tragedies and some of these challenges that you've had to overcome, how do you take all of that and turn it positive? I think it starts with my faith, first of all. Like, I know that God has given, I joke a lot, like, I joke about my disability a lot. I I don't take myself too seriously. Like, I'm very competitive and stuff like that. So I always joke that I feel like God put me in a wheelchair because I needed, like, this permanent timeout. But, uh, (laughs) so, um, think that's just like my faith knows that I know that there's a bigger purpose and a bigger reason and you know that this is my purpose and I'm here to educate and help people. My mom always was going to the hospitals and talking to parents of babies who were born with SMA and you know helping them know that it's not a death sentence it's not your life's not over because you have this child that isn't going to fulfill all these dreams you had as a parent. You can still have a normal life. And I think, you know, that really helped. And just living life, like, we travel, we we don't really have anything to be sad about. I have a really good life. I may not be able to do a lot of things that you can do or Sally Sue can do or whoever, but I can do them in my own way and I can still enjoy life. And I live a pretty normal life. 
like a lot of my friends will tell you they forget that I'm even in a wheelchair or have a disability. But I just, I don't live my life that way. And that's a testament to how strong you are in your Mm -hmm. faith and really that positive mindset. Mm -hmm. So as we're getting close to the end of the show here, do you have any message that you would like to share with others who may have SMA or, you know, a, a parent uh, who just found out their child has SMA? I would just say, you know, pray. Just, it's like I said, it's not a death sentence. There's, always a way to figure out how to do something there's always a way around and if you want something bad enough you will figure out a way to do it and it's just keep that positive mindset and that there's a reason for everything and try to figure out what that reason is and just go for your dreams don't let anything stop you well i know nothing can stop you Well, Brooke Ann, it has been a pleasure talking to you today. I learned a lot. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show. If anybody wanted to connect with you, is there any place to find you online? I am on Instagram. My uh, name is Brooke Ann C. And so if anyone has any questions or just wants to know how I do certain things or they just need someone to talk to, uh, you can find me on Instagram or, or Facebook. Well, I will share those resources with our audience. Thank you again, Brooke Ann, for coming on our show today. On behalf of Brooke Ann Clark, I'm Matt Cavallo. This has been Situation Positive. Stay positive, everybody.